This is Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine, where we help you discover the best in audiobook listening. Throughout this month, which is Audiobook Month, we're dedicating each day to one of Audiophile's Golden Voice narrators. Starting off, we are introducing five new Golden Voices who are honored with this Lifetime Achievement Award. I'm here with the lovely and talented Eduardo Ballerini. How are you today, Eduardo? I am well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, thanks for being here, and thanks for all the amazing work you do. Congratulations. Thank you. I've been getting a lot of those this year. It's been a nice year. But uh, this this one is especially sweet to me, being named a a golden voice. I got an email from Robin saying, could you call me? And I thought I was in trouble, Uh, but it turned out to be something else. So. That's right. Our founder and editor, Robin Witten, has bestowed upon you the venerable Golden Voice Award, and we're thrilled to be able to talk to you about your background in audiobooks. Great. So I have a couple questions for you. Hope that's okay. Of course. So what has surprised you the most about your work in audiobooks? Uh, A couple of things. The first thing that surprised me about audiobooks, I came from the film and TV side of things. Uh, where I still am active, is how difficult it is. I guess I was naive when I first started recording things. I was like, oh, well, you know, you just, you read the book. Like, what can be so hard about that? And then I quickly discovered that it is truly an art form unto itself. And I remember after one of the first books I did, I I would go home after the sessions and just, just pass out dead tired. And I hadn't really understood just how how incredibly difficult this work can be and how talented the people uh, behind the mic are across the board. And then the other thing that surprised me on the other side of things was how popular they are. Again, I sort of came from this kind of naive place. Um, I didn't really know much about the industry or the medium. And then I just discovered so quickly that, I mean, people are just gobbling audiobooks up left and right. And they mean a lot to them. That also really kind of struck me was how important these books are for people. So that leads me into the next question. You know, tell us about a time that you've gotten feedback from one of these rabid fans. I've gotten a lot of feedback from fans over the years. And what has struck me about it is how personal in nature it is, their responses. And I think the the reason for it is that there's an intimacy to this medium that you have one voice talking to one listener, and it's very personal, and it's in a sense like a private conversation between two people, and it offers something that a lot of other uh, forms of entertainment don't, and that is this very personal nature, this very intimate relationship between the narrator and the listener. When you're talking about a film or theater the productions are, are much larger, obviously, and there's so many elements going into them. But here we have something very, very sort of stripped down and basic. And I think it really, it, it touches people in a very unique way. People have written me extraordinarily intimate things. A couple of examples, one woman wrote me to say that listening to some books I'd recorded helped her get through a divorce. Wow. Which I, I just thought was, I know, I was really, I was really struck by that. Another woman wrote me to say that as she was preparing for a gallery show, she's a painter, she was listening to my books. And now when she looks at the paintings, she sort of sees and hears my voice in them, which I thought was extraordinary that she'd taken my work and sort of put it into her work and they'd sort of fused together in her mind. Hmm. And you get a lot of these responses from people. 
Yeah, and then you start to feel, as the narrator, you feel this sort of greater responsibility. You know, you're like, oh my God, people, this means so much to people. And so it has actually changed my approach um, over the years, that it has become a much more personal and intimate thing for me as well. That's really interesting. And has any of that helped you achieve emotional connections to books and characters, or is that just a totally separate process? No, it has. I mean, I feel like it's actually made me a better narrator and a better actor, uh, is understanding the depth of of the work. I've always said that the, the narrator is first in service to the author and the book. We're coming at it after it has been written, and so we're coming at it to now present it in a, in a new form for listeners. Over the years, as I've started to understand that a lot of people are listening and not reading, um, or we can have that debate whether listening is reading another time, <laughs> that uh, it just it, it made me sort of realize the, the sort of the gravity of, of it all, and it's, it's helped me connect to material more. It's just sort of opened it up for me and allowed me to to get deeper into it in a way that I hadn't previously. Wow, I really appreciate your answers and uh, got a much better sense of things, so thank you. Of course. And I'm Michelle Cobb, publisher of Audiophile Magazine. I've been here with Eduardo Ballerini talking about his time as an audiobook narrator in celebration of his work as a golden voice and recognition as a golden voice from Audiophile. Thanks, Eduardo. Thank you. Again, thank you so much for this. Support for Behind the Mic comes from Oasis Audio. We'll be back tomorrow with another Golden Voice narrator. All of Audiophile's Golden Voices are profiled on our website at audiophilemagazine.com slash golden voices, where you can listen to samples and find an audiography of all of their audiobooks. 